ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an all new, brand new Russell Wortham show coming to you live commercial free from my super secret back cave. Folks, we're back, back in the middle of greatness. Big show for you guys today. Two shows, two types of excitement. Wow. Absolutely amazing. We're going to be talking about NXT TakeOver, Vengeance Day, and we're going to be talking about the Elimination Chamber on the road to WrestleMania. Also, today we're talking about the merger between Peacock and the WWE Network. Why I think that makes a ton of sense for both services. But I would be very remiss, and I'm going to go as quickly as I can through this. But I'd be very remiss if I did not mention Tiger Woods and his uh, car accident yesterday. Or actually, it was, uh, yeah, no, it was yesterday. Uh, Massive crash. Um, I guess it just... It just happened. He was not under the influence of anything. Uh, just he just rolled his car. Um, uh, compound fractures in his legs. Nasty, nasty stuff. Uh, is there any tie-in? Excuse <clears throat> me between uh, Tiger Woods and WWE. N- not really, but. And I'm talking about on the field, okay? I'm not talking about personal life, but on the field, Tiger Woods is the goat of golf, period. Full stop. He just is. He brought me into golf. Um, and what's, what's good but what's bad is this. He got me into golf, but if he's not playing or if he's out of contention, sorry, I'm not watching. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. You brought me to the dance, but if Tiger Woods is not playing or he's out of contention, I'm not watching. It's just, that's just how that goes. So... <clears throat> I want to uh, wish very speedy recovery to uh, Tiger Woods. Hope that everything goes well for you. Uh, so there's there's that. Right. So let's jump straightway into Vengeance Day. This was from the. Capital Wrestling Center, otherwise known as the Performance Center. This was a heck of a heck of a card. Uh it was just really amazing. Um it was it was just a really great show. Um so trying to get to uh the uh, results. There we go. So we start off the show. With the finals of the women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic uh, for the chance to get a future WWE 
Women's Tag Team Championship match, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez defeating Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, Dakota Kai, maybe this will lead to a, a, a... other other places have said this, so I, I can't take credit for this for the sake. But uh, Dakota Kai may break off from Raquel Gonzalez <clears throat> down the road. Because Raquel pretty much did m- most of the heavy lifting during uh, the uh, during the uh, during the match. And I've said this before, and I'm glad that I was right in saying, if Raquel Gonzalez can put all the tools together, all the physical attributes, the selling, the the dominance, everything, everything together, she's going to be unstoppable. She's going to be scary good. And I'm glad that that's starting to get into some sort of, you know, focus. She's got a good look. She's big. She's powerful. She's athletic. She's quick. I mean, if she can put everything together. Look, the mic skills. I mean, do you need to um, have a presence on the microphone, you know, as far as, you know, a promo, to cut a promo or to do an interview. I mean, yeah, that helps. That helps with character development. Furthering uh, storylines, you know, all that. But I, I, I just, I think that will come with time. And <clears throat> I really think that, um, yeah, I, I just really think that will that will really work uh, for Raquel Gonzalez. Um, So Raquel and Dakota have a uh, women's tag team championship match at some point. Next up was Johnny Gargano uh, defeating Kushida uh, to retain the North American championship. Now, this was an interesting situation. Uh... You had Indy Hartwell, you had Candice LeRae, you had, of course, Johnny Gargano, and Austin Theory uh, coming <clears throat> up to the uh, walkway. And as they were making the turn, uh, a shadowy figure grabbed Austin Theory, pulled him into the shadows. And... Uh, then Johnny Gargano said, "Hey, go go find Austin." Now we don't know who took Austin Theory. Um, there's been speculation again. Other places have said that it might have been Dexter Loomis. I, I'm guessing. I I I don't know. Um, but so there's there's that. The match itself was fast-paced. It was just incredible to watch. If you wanted to watch Kushida really in his prime, 
if you really wanted to, you know, if 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 you're like me and you didn't really watch anything from New Japan, you had heard the name of Kushida. You you heard the name, you knew of him, but you didn't really watch anything. Watch this one match. Okay. Yes, yes, I I know that Kushida's been in NXT for a while now. Watch this one match. This is Kushida. This is the Kushida I heard about. This is the Kushida that is going to be a star. Now, I understand that he's going to have a ceiling just like, unfortunately, just like Shinsuke, just like Asuka, to a lesser degree, EO, because of the language barrier. But, they're working on getting them reps on, um, you know, they're, 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 they're working on getting, you know, reps. I think that those four, okay, they're going to take WWE by storm. I really believe that. Asuka's already the Raw Women's Champion. Uh, you know, she's already the Raw Women's Champion. The, um, genius of the sky, Io Shirai, is the NXT Women's Champion. Very dominant and dominating, okay? Um, so, I don't know, I, I don't know... If she's going to have a uh, credible challenger, meaning Io Shirai, for quite some time, I really don't. Shinsuke, I think, I really hope that he could win either the Universal Championship or the WWE Championship at some point to validate his career. I really like to see that happen, but I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, and then of course, uh, <clears throat> Kushida, I think is primed, ready to be, you know, a, a major star, you know, as, as well. So. We'll see what happens with that. But again, if you want to watch the definitive Kushida match, watch this match between him and Johnny Gargano. That was just brilliant to watch. It was brilliant. Uh, Next up on the card was the the, uh, finals of the men's Dusty Rhodes uh, tag team classic. It was MSK, Nash Carter, and Wes Lee defeating the grizzled young veterans of James Drake and Zach Gibson. MSK, they're stars. They are stars. They really are stars. They are high flying, high octane. High impact. I mean, it, it's just 
absolutely amazing to, to see MSK. The buzz is real. The buzz is there. The buzz is real. Now, the problem then becomes, okay, well, are they going to be a shooting star? Or, you know, is it going to burn bright for, for a bit and then just, you know, just be be gone? I don't know. I don't know what their, what their ceiling is for MSK. But for right now, those two are absolutely amazing. I know that this is not a popular take because of, you know, uh, how they conducted themselves outside of the ring, outside the arena. I understand that this is not a popular take because of Marty Jannetty and all of his uh, personal life stuff. But MSK reminds me of the Rockers. They remind me of the Rockers. Similar look, similar style. Um, it just, it it really works. Love MSK. I think they are absolutely amazing. Um, so this was a heck of a match. Uh, it was back and forth. The Grizzled Young Veterans, second year in a row. Runners up to the Dusty Classic. I... I think that they have a good future. I just don't want to see them getting thrown back into the, you know, into the mix where they're just going to be forgotten about. The the Grizzled Young Veterans are the second ever NXT UK Tag Champions. That is how important they are. Okay, they beat Mustache Mountain. They beat Trent Seven and Tyler Bate. That's how important that the Grizzled Young Veterans are in the sphere of WWE. That's how important they are. So I really hope that the Grizzled Young Veterans get back in in to a shot for the uh, tag titles because. They're just absolutely amazing. Next up, the uh, the uh, the uh, as we mentioned, uh, Io Shirai defeating Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm for uh, the uh, NXT Women's Championship to retain the championship. Io Shirai is, is a star. <laughs> She's another star. She really is. Her high flying is amazing. Her uh, charisma, her her look, everything, everything screams superstar. Uh, and this was even what a year ago, when there was talk of Io Shirai not being long for WWE. That she was just going to go back to Japan and it was going to be a failed experiment. Io Shirai, she's established herself. <laughs> she's absolutely established herself. Um, she's just amazing to watch. 
Um, Mercedes Martinez, she's kind of the wild card because she's a little bit older, certainly way, way tons of experience, been all around the world. Um, she did briefly go up to the main roster with Retribution, did not work for her up in the main roster, went back to NXT. I think Mercedes Martinez, I'm not saying she's missing anything because she's not. I just, something is, I don't know. I, there, there, there's something that's holding her back. I, I don't know what that is, but Mercedes Martinez, I think, can be a champion. I really believe she can be a champion at some point. I really do. Um, and Tony Storm. Okay, this is not Tony's fault. This is not Tony's problem. This is WWE's fault and problem. I still don't buy her as a heel. I don't buy her as a heel. I just don't. What has she done outside of attacking Ember Moon a while back? What what gives you the impression that she is the alpha you know, uh, heel. I don't know. I don't know if you can say any one point where Tony Storm is a heel. And all that Tony Storm has ever said is, I told you that you're going to see a new Tony Storm. And, um, okay. So that was, mm, I don't want to say that was a waste. That was a waste. That was a waste of a turn. This is not necessarily right up there with um, Rhea Ripley losing to Charlotte Flair last year at WrestleMania because WWE panicked about AEW, which, hindsight, they shouldn't have freaked out. It, it, it's... There, there is no Wednesday Night War, okay? There is no Wednesday Night War. I know, and I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, if he is listening, which I doubt, but if he does, look, I know people like Dave Meltzer are wetting themselves, saying, oh, WWE, you know, lost by like, you know, 100,000 you know, or 50,000, or how many ever thousand viewers in, in AEW, and I'm like, yeah, I don't care, <laughs> I don't, I don't care, do I watch AEW, no, it's unfortunately because it's like, it's a crowded field already, and look, I love AEW, I, 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 Absolutely, honest to goodness, love AEW. But, problem is, AEW is not, uh, 
long term, I don't know. I think that they'll have their dedicated fan base and they certainly have the talent, but I I just I just look at this like okay, well giving Charlotte the NXT championship just to lose it back, that was that was kind of like, okay, wow, you guys panicked. Um, wow, you guys just panicked. Um, Tony Storm being a heel makes no sense. <laughs> Tom Phillips, Tom Phillips, I think I told you this guy, uh, told you this uh, guy's uh, uh, a couple weeks back. I tweeted out that, you know, when uh, Tom Phillips uh, said, you know, Tony Storm is, you know, the rock star of WWE, and I said, I'm I'm glad somebody agrees with me that she's a rock star, and uh, Tom Phillips liked what I said, which that, that just, wow, that was absolutely amazing, but I will say this. She is a rock star, period, full stop. She is a rock star. If you don't want to have her as a baby face, don't give her the rock star entrance. Don't give her the really awesome music. Don't give her the lights. Don't give her, just don't don't give her any of that. If you don't want to make her a baby face, but she has all those things. She's got the look. She's got the the skill set. She's got the music. She's got the lights. She's got the presence. She's got all that. And she's a heel? No. 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 Still don't buy it. Sorry, Tony. Love you. <laughs> Love you. But I, I don't see it. Don't see... How that is going. So, anyway. Uh, finally, you've got uh, Finn Balor defeating Pete Dunne. This was a war. I know that that word, you know, carries you know a certain connotation with it. But this was just back and forth and back and forth. It was absolutely amazing. Pete Dunne is a star. Finn Balor is a star. They're both stars. <laughs> they are both stars. But I will say this. Um, the ending. Oh my gosh. That ending. You know what that ending was. It was Adam Cole. And the rest of Undisputed are coming out to fend off uh, the brand uh, and saving Finn Bauer. There was, you know, there was, you know, the lineup, and you thought, "Wow, Finn Bauer is going to be in Indis- in uh, in Undisputed Era." Wow, that is incredible. And then, 
Adam Cole just super kicked Kyle O'Reilly's head off. Just took his head off. It was it was it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. Because it was like, what just happened? Here's my thing. And I kind of had a bad feeling about this. After Undisputed Era won at NXT TakeOver War Games, I thought to myself, what left or what 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 did they have left to prove? Nothing. They got nothing left to prove. So they're going to break up at some point. And yeah. So here's the thing though that's a little frustrating. <clears throat> that um Kyle O'Reilly is feuding now with Adam Cole. But where does that leave Finn Bauer? And I don't think that Finn's going to be long for NXT. I really don't. I think he's going to drop the title um, at some point. Uh, And then... I'm guessing he'll go back up to the main roster. Maybe. I, I I don't know. I think Finn Bauer being in NXT has been the best thing for Finn Bauer because that's made him a star. That has said, no, I am big. I am that good. He was a you know, he was a major player <clears throat> on um, the main roster. But when he got his uh, shoulder uh, injury <clears throat> the night that he won the Universal Championship, the first Universal Championship, it kind of felt like okay well it was unfortunately all downhill from there uh but Finn in NXT has been just a revelation the sky is absolutely amazing so uh that is vengeance day uh so next up, the elimination chamber. Uh this was absolutely amazing the other night. Um the look, the feel, everything was just absolutely amazing uh to watch. So um Let's see, there we go. So, we start off the pre-show. Now, I don't usually watch the pre-show. I'm actually bummed that I didn't watch the pre-show. Uh, but, it was uh, John Morrison defeating Elias, Mustafa, Ali, um, for, uh, or, well, and uh, Ricochet, um, in a, uh, Fatal 4-Way match. 
And the winner joins the United States Championship match um, because Keith Lee was injured. I don't know what the injury is, uh, but they say he's injured, so okay. Um, Now, first uh, match on the card, uh, Daniel Bryan defeating Cesaro, Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, and Sami Zayn uh, for a uh, chance to face Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. I cannot adequately adequately describe the match. Uh, Just go back, watch the match. It is well worth your time. It's about 34 minutes, but it is well worth your time. The storytelling in that match was intriguing. I honestly thought it was going to be Kevin Owens. I really did. I know that the smart marks were going for Cesaro. Um, but when Daniel Bryan won, it was like, oh my gosh, he just won. Oh my gosh, he just won. Uh, then he gets demolished <laughs> by Roman Reigns. Uh, it was pretty, yeah, it was a pretty resounding victory. It was, it was, it was a minute and a half. Um, Roman got caught into the yes lock, uh, but then he just pried open Daniel's, you know, uh, arms and just started battering, uh, uh, Daniel and, um, so, yeah, so not much of a match uh, between Roman and Daniel Bryan, but at any rate, uh, next match uh, is uh, Riddle. I'm always going to say Matt Riddle, but Riddle defeating Bobby Lashley uh, and John Morrison to win the United States Championship. This was fast. This was fun. Bobby Lashley was dominating. He was dominating this match. Absolutely just dominating. And for the first time in, well, if I could borrow a phrase, (laughs) for the first time in forever, we finally got to see Starship Pain. It was a thing of beauty. Good Lord. I love watching Starship Pain. Um... that's a that's a gorgeous finishing move. My gosh. Um the ending came when um MVP got uh, got in it <clears throat> you know with um you know with um you know with Riddle um and um you had John Morrison uh, getting put into the hurt lock uh, by uh, Bobby Lashley. Here comes Riddle from behind. Hits Lashley with the crutch. Uh, hits the bro Derek uh, for the uh, for the pin. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. Uh, look, hey, Riddle is not my cup of tea. He was until 
his, you know, um, his personal life, you know. Now, has anything been proven about his, um, has anything been proven about his sexual assault? Um, not my knowledge. Um, but even without that, I, Matt Riddle is extremely intelligent and they've painted him as this you know valley boy surfer you know bro dude bro 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 you want to hear about this bro hey these are pronouns, bro. Bro. Hey, bro. I that that's the extent of his of his speaking skills on screen. It's maddening because before I um saw Matt Riddle in NXT and now uh on WWE uh I had I had heard of Matt Riddle. I heard he was a legit bad A. And you know, he was a legit bad A in the ring, MMA, you know, fighting all around the world. I had heard of Matt Riddle. Um but now he I just I I just I I don't know. I just the the, the whole Surfer Valley Boy, just that no, it just does not work for me. It just, just doesn't. Uh, next up, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler defeating Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, uh, to uh, keep the women's tag team championships. Um, <clears throat> this was. This was a good match. Reginald got involved in the match, handed uh, Sasha Banks a uh, bottle of champagne, saying, "Hey, use this. Smash, um, smash him over, you know, the back, you know, with this. You're, you know, you're gonna win." Sasha was like, "No, I don't want to win that way," and uh, Shayna Baszler. Uh, and Nia Jax are still your tag team champions. Uh, next up, Drew McIntyre defeating AJ Styles with almost Jeff Hardy, uh, Kobe Kingston, Randy Orton, and Sheamus in the Elimination Chamber. Again, this was about 30 minutes. Again, if just just go watch, just go watch it. This was also a great match in terms of storytelling um i will say this i was pleasantly surprised that Randy Orton was cleanly pinned although i will say was he really pinned and i'm not this is not a conspiracy theory <laughs> 
not trying to shoot out some weird conspiracy theory. I'm simply saying, you look at the video, it looked like his shoulders were up for for the pinfall. Um, by uh, Kofi Kingston, looked like his his shoulders were up. I'm glad that nothing spooky, nothing supernatural, nothing you know freaky happened. I love me some Alexa Bliss. Oh boy, I love me some Alexa Bliss. But um, I'm glad that there wasn't anything spooky going on to cause Randy Orton to lose. Um. AJ Styles, uh, I think, is, well, he's phenomenal. Uh, Drew McIntyre, warrior, my gosh. Kofi Kingston, yeah, we're hinting, oh, this is going to be Kofi, you know, this is going to be uh, Kofi Mania too. Uh, no, sorry. Put the brakes on that rather quickly. <laughs> uh, and, and then Sheamus. So again, just go watch. The, um, just go watch that. Now, um, Bobby Lashley, uh, you know, did a run-in and, um, put the hurt lock on Drew McIntyre. And I thought, oh my gosh, is Bobby Lashley going to go after Drew McIntyre now? Uh, not exactly, because Miz runs in with money in the bank, cashes it in, one, two, three, and uh, Miz is now your new WWE champion. I can't get angry with that. I, it's just, I, I can't. I, I wish that Drew was still the champion, but I... I think this actually makes sense because uh, Drew is going to have his his championship moment. He's going to have his WrestleMania moment at Raymond James Stadium, and I really i I think that's going to be a great thing. Um, last thing that I will mention about the Elimination Chamber was uh, at uh, the end. Of the Universal Championship match. Out of nowhere. Roman Reigns gets speared. uh, By Edge. And that was kind of the. Oh. Huh. Okay. Alright. Alright. You know. Um. I was kind of going back and forth between is Edge going to go to NXT, which would make sense because uh, of you know being with Betty Phoenix and and all of that, or would he go for the Universal Championship? I automatically thought he wasn't going to go for the WWE Championship. Two reasons. Number one, that it would be babyface versus babyface. And 
you know, Vince doesn't like that. And, and so that would have been an odd pairing anyway. But it was the promo that Drew McIntyre gave. Kind of like, you know, oh my gosh, you know, you're here. Oh my gosh, you're, you know, you're, you know, you're a hero. Oh my gosh. And Edge cut him off and said, oh, heck no. Uh Uh-uh. I just won the Royal Rumble. I'm a threat to you and you're giving me praise? No, sorry, not not interested. The only other thing was, like said, NXT because, you know, uh, Edge was saying, hey, you know, NXT lit that fire back under me, gave me my passion back. I missed this, you know, and that pointing to the NXT Championship, that is intriguing. But ultimately, uh, Edge is going for the Universal Championship. Makes sense in the sense that that's the closest approximation to the World Heavyweight Championship, otherwise known as the Big Gold Belt, that... uh, Edge never lost. Edge never lost that championship. He had to relinquish it. In, I mean, I will forever say this. The single greatest retirement speeches, plural, ever. I mean, absolutely just gut-wrenching, emotional to listen to. To this day. So, I yeah, it makes sense. All right, so that's the bulk of uh, the show. Um, a few last things before we go. Uh, and that is, next week we're going to start a, um, a little something. I don't know how this will work, <laughs> okay? But... I'm going to try this. I don't really have a way to do live phone calls right now. But uh, I'd like to get you guys involved. Now, I only give out this phone number just because, again, I trust you guys. And I want this to be set up kind of like a voicemail type situation. So, if you want to, you know, um, if you want to, you know, write this down. Now, if you're outside the country, okay, if you're outside of the United States, um, the country code for the United States is one. But, so, uh, it's uh, one, five, two, zero, three, nine, six, zero, two, one, one. Again, as one. Five two zero three nine six zero two one one. Leave me a voicemail, okay? Question, comment, whatever you want to talk about. Wrestling. 
I don't want to hear any weird conspiracy theories. I don't want to hear about the Illuminati. I don't want to hear about, you know, anything other than wrestling. If you're a wrestling fan, that's the phone number to call. Leave me a voicemail. I will, um, I will, uh, read your question, uh, on, uh, on there. Uh, Bit of ground rule for this. Tell me who you are and where you're from and then your question or your comment. Okay, so I'm John from Philadelphia and this is my question or this is my comment. That's kind of what I'm going for. So, gonna try that out. Gonna try that out. You can also reach me at V Wortham. I'll spell it out. It's, of course, at, uh, and then capital T, lowercase h-e, capital W, lowercase o-r, t-h-a-m, at the Wortham on Twitter. That's the only place you can find the Russell Wortham show on Twitter. Uh, I usually try to post this show uh, on Twitter on Facebook, on Instagram. You can find me pretty much wherever you can get your podcasts. Uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, Google. Uh, just pretty much everywhere you can find your podcasts uh, is is where you can find the show. Uh, so there is that. Uh, next up. Uh, <laughs> I had my mind blown so much this week. It, it was just absolutely amazing. I, I, I listened to the uh, podcast from Conrad Thompson. All right. So I listened to Something to Wrestle With, Bruce Pritchard. I listened to 83 Weeks. If you want to have your mind completely blown, absolutely blown, listen to the Andre the Giant uh, show from Something to Wrestle With, Bruce Prichard. <sighs> wow. Uh, I mean, a lot of details that you know, kind of already knew, but a lot of details you didn't know from uh, Andre's just extraordinary life. But the amount of talent, I I can't, I can't really, um, off the top of my head, be honest, I can't really tell you, you know, who, um, he, 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 you know, he wrestled with back in the day, but just the level of talent that he was a contemporary of. It wasn't just Hogan, okay? It was it was a lot of people you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. What? Your mind is gonna get blown. I can't tell you exactly where where um in in the uh in the show. But within about a five minute stretch, your mind is gonna get blown by everything that 
uh, happened between Andre and all these other major uh, stars. Uh, you're going to be like, wow, he faced him. Wow, he faced him? What? He faced him? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> uh, absolutely blowing your mind. And then my mind was blown yesterday uh, when I listened to 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff. Uh, <clears throat> they were uh, talking about uh, TNA. And uh, they brought up Robbie E. Now, if you remember Robbie E., he was that Jersey Shore, you know... Uh, party boy, you know, type character. You want to take a wild swing as to where Robbie is right now. Uh, this just blew my mind. Oh my goodness, this just blew my little mind. Um, Eric Bischoff said, "Well, Robbie E is now in NXT," and I'm thinking, "What?" He is? What? He is? I... What? Robbie E. Hold on to your ass, folks. <laughs> Robbie E. Is Rob Stone. Robbie E. Is Rob Stone, folks. <laughs> Blow your little mind. My gosh, that just, I was like, okay, okay. And I i had to look at a picture to kind of compare the two, and I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I can, okay, yeah, I can, I can see that. <coughs> Pardon me. So, <clears throat> that is uh, the uh, show. One last thing out the door. As promised, so WWE Network is being integrated into Peacock. Peacock and NBC Universal uh, paid a billion dollars to acquire the rights to the entire library of WWE Network to put on to Peacock. It actually makes sense because WWE is going to get a bigger platform. Other than just a standalone, and Peacock is going to get instant credibility because they're going to be the exclusive home of Roe WWE programming from from here on out. Now, to my friends uh, across the world, uh, you're still going to be able to get the network, the WWE network, um, as a standalone. But here in the United States, yeah, it, it's going to be, you know, a joint venture between Peacock and WWE. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, uh, I will. I will say this. You know, if you're worried about pricing, this is actually a much better deal. Um, in terms of what you're paying with the WWE Network right now, you're paying nine ninety nine. If you want like 
all the content. There is the free version. But if you if you want all the content, it's $9.99. If you want Peacock, but with commercials, it's like six bucks. So you're saving four dollars essentially. If you want Peacock but without the commercials, it, it's it's back to the back to the nine ninety-nine. But folks, if you would have told me, if you would have told my eight year old self when I really started watching wrestling for the first time that you could watch everything that WWE has ever produced plus the AWA plus um uh, uh progress ICW um WCW world class um just everything you could think of it all in one bundle for 6 bucks i would have been like no way <laughs> no way cuz i couldn't have even have, you know imagined the darn thing but you can watch wrestlemania you can watch everything in WWE's network uh for 6 bucks again if you want no commercials cross the whole of peacock it's 10 but for six bucks, folks, you can watch WrestleMania this year from Raymond James Stadium. That is insane. That's amazing. Uh, like I said, follow me at the Wortham all day today, and I mean all day today. We are doing hashtag the Rewind over on Twitter. We're gonna be stirring that here. Uh, in just a little bit, uh, we're going to go through the whole of last week, starting with Monday Night Raw, and then going to NXT, NXT UK, um, the uh, SmackDown, <clears throat> you know, SmackDown, and of course, uh, Elimination Chamber, uh, and... Um, so, uh, that's, uh, well, Elimination Chamber and Vengeance Day, um, we may, and I, we may have to split this up throughout the rest of the week, um, my work schedule is a little goofy, um, but I will try to get as much in today as I can, we may have to push that to tomorrow and Friday, but uh, anyway, uh, that's the show, thank you for being here, I am very grateful for everybody that follows me on Twitter, follows me on social media, I'm very grateful for all y'all, um, like I said, don't forget about the uh, questions for next week, I gave you my phone number, told you what my uh, Twitter handle is, if you have a question or a comment, please uh, use those two platforms. And uh, hopefully we can have a bit of a mailbag starting next week. But until next week, folks, this is Russell Wortham. And just like the Beatles sang all those many years ago, 
Love is all you need. I will see you guys next week.